This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is cheerilish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business, from the spotlight to the polls. From birthdays to hot tech news, wrestling news, rumors, and injury report covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport. This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shelf full pay-per-view points game. Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about. So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out. We are here. Oh, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yes oh my goodness you know what to me it just seems like things are going back to normal yes you like it wait till yeah. you hear that rumors oh yeah so to me i mean not just that but the the great state of texas uh they said f them <laughs> no mass no nothing 100 percent uh, capacity yes <laughs> you know and florida too florida's the same way Pretty sure Oklahoma and there's like others too. They'll follow suit. Notice it's all the states that talk a little bit (laughs) like this. And it's just really slow with the way they talk. That's just the way they do things. Um, Yeah, people. um, I'm not too sure about these opening up the states. I mean, it's been a year. It's exactly a year ago when they closed everything down. And, man, it's been a rough year. And I said it from the beginning. Just shut everything down. Just close it down for the goodness of our world. Yeah. And some people were just like, nah, I, I, I want to go out still. And I want to still. So that's why it's been a year. Because of you people. Well, that think wanna... about it this way. You know, I mean, do you really want to? Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you really want the government telling you what to do all the time? No, it gets frustrating. Exactly. You know I, mean? I don't want to die. Is this? Yeah, nobody wants to die. Nobody does. But at the same time, sometimes government tends to uh, tweak things to make you believe. And uh, I mean, look what's going. Look what's happening. I mean, seriously, we got to close down. We got to wear masks. We got six feet apart. And then, and then on top of that, they're saying that uh, once you get vaccinated, we're going to tell you what you can and cannot do. What? Mm, yeah seriously thumbs no. off there no. No, tell me good. what to do that's please no no if you don't know what to do then go ask tell the nearest politician <laughs> <laughs> no the best thing i saw was texas rangers baseball where they're gonna have people stand six feet apart on the lines for hot dogs but they'll sit next to each other in the stadium and now Thank- if if yeah. you've been in a baseball stadium, those seats are right on top of each other. So why are you separate? Like, it's just it's just things like that that make you go, what are we doing? Well, not just that. I just recently went to New York, as everybody knows. Um, up, and up, and uh, the, the airline, it was uh, American. Okay. Now, they were all like, right before we checked in to go hop on a plane. They were all like, please, make sure you're six feet apart. And then, yet yeah, you're like inches from each other. They packed that plane. Uh-huh. Yep. 
So that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, seriously, that's why this is what I'm talking about. You want us to do this, but you say one thing and you do another. But we got to pack the plane. You know, American actually is the only airline that does that. It is because on the way back, we took uh, Delta. Mm. And Delta, they're providing bigger planes with the ones with the three seats. Yeah. And at least with them, they don't. Uh, they don't sell the the middle seat, so at least you're somewhat apart. You know what I'm right. saying? So that, yeah. that's why I'm like, yeah, this whole thing is ridiculous. Let's get back to normalcy. I say, it's time. It's been a year. Um, they got vaccines, so that's what the whole problem was, right? So anyway, let's get back into wrestling, shall we? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week, spotlight. Uh, what's your name again? Rick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sami Zayn, is he a main eventer or is he a mid-carder? Now, everybody hears the word mid-card and they just go, mm-hmm. and they're afraid of this, as if being a mid-carder is a bad thing. Not everybody can be a main eventer. Yeah. So when I look at this question, is Sami Zayn a main eventer or a mid-carder? Well, he was a main eventer at one point. He was NXT champion. He uh, also helped uh, Shinsuke Nakamura with his debut. Um, But when he went onto the main roster, he kind of fizzled out a little bit. And Mm -hmm. uh, he had his moments with Kevin Owens. He was the Intercontinental Champion at one point. Uh, He's doing a lot of different things at this point with the documentary crew. Um, And my POV, he is a mid-carter, and he should be proud of it. Because you know what? He's great in the Intercontinental title picture. He's great in the United States Championship picture. I think he's perfectly suited to be a mid-carder. Not everybody can be a main eventer. And, and that's probably the biggest problem with our business now is that everybody wants to shine and wants to be on the top spot. But you know what? Not everybody can be there. So that's my take on it. It's like Sami Zayn is great at what he does. But he's a mid Carter. Uh, Clay. I have to agree with you, Rick. I think uh, people in the back has, you know, really demented Sami Zayn from when he was in NXT to now. But on the main roster, he's just a mid Carter. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. He can fight for the Intercontinental title or the United States title. And, you know, he can work his way back up eventually. But. Right now, I think for the rest of his career is probably going to be main event or uh, mid Carter status. All right, Tony, you're both wrong. <laughs> you're both wrong. Sami Zayn is main eventer. Put it this way: Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahal, heavyweight champion. Yeah, main eventer. Yeah. For the longest time, he was what a mid Carter. He was yeah. sometimes yeah. even below that. And then they elevated him to be main event. Championship. Former champion. Sami Zayn. Why does that why does it feel like I'm preaching? <laughs> yes, Lord, we got Sami Zayn and we got to elevate him to the top. But anyway, it's Sami Zayn. No, he's a main eventer, man. He is. He can be it. He can do it. I like where he's at. Don't get me wrong. But see, that's that's the beauty of Sami Zayn. He can do, he can stay in that mid-card and still elevate whatever he can in that mid-card. Ch- main event, I think he can do the same thing. 
He's very underrated. Sammy's very underrated. Nobody can come up with the stuff that Sammy says out of his mouth. Then, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what's going to help him. He, but the, and here's the thing. And, and honestly, if I'm going to be real, I will be real. The one thing about Sammy, and I think this is what's holding him back, is the fact that he does not have the look of a champion, whereas Jinder Mahal does. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sammy does not. That's the. I think that's the only downfall that he's got. But I, I, a hundred percent believe that he can do a main event. He can. And, and I, I agree with that. That he can be a main eventer. Right. But unfortunately, he's a mid carter at this point, and I think that's perfectly suited for him. I think if but but see the thing is, now. but but look at what happens when with Jinder Mahal. Yeah, he reached the top of the mountain top, and he made it there. And where is you he? know? For a second, I thought you were trying to imitate a wrestler, and then I forgot you're trying to preach like I did. <laughs> <laughs> he I'm made like, it to the doing? top. What's he doing? <laughs> he, made, he made it to the top and now he's gone but that was I, from I, injury though i yeah, get his injury you. but even after he lost the title the first time when he lost the title he was gone for a while and then he got back and got hurt yeah and then it's just it's just one of those things where Sami Zayn, i just say like mid card is fine it's fine there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it right it doesn't have cooties dino no. brown was one of the greatest European champions of all time. Yeah, yeah. I think and, where he's at right now is fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's not. But I think if they all of a sudden decide one day, out of the blue, and Vince is like, pal, you're going to the main event, and he's there, I, he can do it. He can pull it off. He can. Well, but right well, now he can't because of where he's at. Yeah. Right? Who's champion? You know? I feel like the only way he can get into a main event picture – and this is the only time that I'll be like, yes, this is a main event caliber match. It's with Kevin Owens. And we've yeah, seen yeah. a million of we've those seen matches. A million of those, yeah. And but, but they're all classics too. Yes, of course. Oh, sure. And that's the only time where I can see him in a main event picture. Can you really see him as a babyface or a heel going against Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre? Who, no. Sammy? Yeah. Not as a face, no. I no, think he'll do better yeah. as a heel, but he can't do it as a face. But if he was a heel on, against Drew, against yeah, that's fine. But as a baby face, like if he does it against Bobby Lashley and he's a baby face, I don't think that will work. It depends on who the person is, right? It, it's well, that's what I'm saying. It is. It Look at the guys. Look at the guys that are at the top of the mountain. Those are some big dudes. <laughs> yeah, Those are some big same. guys. Yeah. You know, so that's why I'm saying, you know, I mean, I think he can uh, do a little bit with Drew as a heel, but he'll do, I mean, Christ, at, like, let's just say if Daniel Bryan won the championship, that storyline yeah. I would love to see with him in that's the That's better. You or, know, or but AJ these, Styles, you know, AJ Styles, yeah. 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 But these bigger guys, like, that are on top right now, Bobby Lashley, Bobby should be running everybody over. Amen. Everybody. Yeah. Roman, I like what they're doing with him. Um, I just think they, with Roman, I think they need to, you know, bring back the cockiness a little bit. It's a little bit mm-hmm. too cocky and it's looking dumb in a sense. Like he's, it looks like he's getting back to the old Roman that everybody hated. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. Just how I feel. Um, Darren, uh, hold on. Uh, 
Darren Mitz, well, I'm not saying the last name, main event talent, mid-card drawing appeal. Hasn't hit a home run since his NXT Matt Nakamura match. Swung and a miss versus Cena and, and Montreal. Why is he doing a lot of baseball references? Jesus. Well, and he's Canadian. Season. Is he really? <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is baseball season, though. So yeah. maybe, he's got, maybe he's on to something. Ho oh, oh. Um, That was a swing and a miss. But uh, yes. uh, uh, Cena in Montreal after untimely injury. Uh, yeah, WWE, he had the shoulder injury. He did? Oh, yeah, he did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, WWE booking didn't help either. Uh, Mastin Mullins, he said, can't cut the mustard. Damn. He just said, fuck him. Fuck Sammy Zane. Don't like him. Uh, what else we got? Uh, John Esposito, he said, middle card. Mid card, but same thing. Uh, Paul Wilson, he said, should also be a JTTS option. What is JTTS? Jobber to the stars. Seriously, he just did yeah. that. It was something that's n- I've never heard of. <laughs> He's trying to make it his own thing. Yeah, no, nah, that's what it is. I had to look it up myself. <laughs> Paul, I don't like you. Darren, uh, Dean Brett, he says, very charismatic mid card. So a lot of people look like they're saying mid card. Uh, curtain jerker, Jesus Christ, that's not what you're we asking. <laughs> Bro, mid card loser, a paranoid idiot, barely even a mid card. Sam is a big jackass. Now, let me tell you something. With all these negative comments towards Sami Zayn, this this is what will make the main card work. <laughs> Seriously, because everybody's gonna be like, "Sami Zayn, really in the main event picture? What are you kidding?" You know what I'm saying? So I think it worked. <laughs> well, I'm glad they all hated him. Well, thirty four percent of the people say he's a main eventer. Sixty six percent say he's a mid carder. And even our good friend Savio Vega voted on Instagram he and really? said he's a main eventer. Oh, let's see. Oh, wow. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Like you said, I, I can see him pulling it off. It's just, it's going to be difficult for him to be in the main event. I don't think it'll be difficult because he's going to use his mouth. His, his mouth is going to yeah. be the one doing the talking. Because look at how he was. Uh, who was he? Fought? I forgot who it was. But uh, actually, Big E this past weekend, too. You know, yeah. look at how he played that chicken shit role. That's perfect. I love that shit. You know, we always say that. Now, just imagine him and Billy Kay as a team. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Gold. It would be funny as fuck. But I love the chicken shit heel. I think they're hilarious. If you can do it right, there's very seldom um, a few chicken shit heels that can actually be a chicken shit heel and pull it off. Yeah. Sami Zayn's one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Billy Kay's another one, you know, and, and you love him. But um, all right, sure. What was, wait, what was the percentage again? 34% said main event and uh, 66 said mid card. Damn. Sorry, Sammy. I tried, man. Yeah. I tried, but uh, good luck. Uh, also on our Facebook post, we have uh, who should AJ Styles' opponent be at WrestleMania? Yeah, that's going to be crazy, man. Uh, because right now, and it just seems like this is how it is every year with AJ Styles going into a mania where we don't yeah. know who he's going to fight. I think the one time was that oh, we knew was with that. Nakamura yeah. with mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Every other time, we're yeah. just like, okay, who's AJ going to fight? Is it going to be Shane McMahon? Is yeah. it going to be Chris Jericho? Is it going to, like, you know, it was always 
We never knew who his opponent was until a month away. Yeah, right. And now here we are, standing a month away. Now, there are some rumors fluctuating out there on who he can fight. Which um, is what? The name Triple H keeps popping up, I see. I heard that, too. I don't like that. I don't see how that fits in anywhere. Nope. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, Finn Balor keeps popping up. Hmm. That would be, but, that would be a good match, though. Yes, but it he would. has something going on with Karrion Cross. You know? So yeah. it's like, does he fight Karrion Cross, win, and then fight at Mania? It's... Oof. Uh, Almas keeps popping up. Is Almas going to turn on him? Or is <laughs> AJ going to turn on Almas? There, do no we want to see gonna... that match? No, no. No, that's one thing that it won't uh, just get the fuck out. No way. You're going to have this guy debut at Mania? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I mean, <laughs> but Fandango debuted at WrestleMania as well. That's true too. And beat Jericho. And beat Jericho. <laughs> Yeah, that's I forgot about that. Yeah, so Amos can definitely debut and, and and beat AJ, which will be weird. And then of course Drew McIntyre's name always pops up yeah. for anybody to fight. Yeah. Um I don't know who I want to see AJ fight. You know, no. I because of Monday Night Raw, what happened, mm-hmm. I was starting to think, is AJ gonna fight the fiend at WrestleMania? Is is that what they're gonna do? The biggest rumor out there now is that it's gonna be the Fiend and Orton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. So, I mean, AJ's very talented, so he can do pretty much anything he wants. Um, yeah, you threw yeah. you threw in the idea with or uh, Triple H. I can see that happening if they start it now. If like, let's just say if if AJ was on the stint of you know being a real asshole and invading NXT, beating up the their people, and Triple H getting mad because everybody knows Triple H is the guy behind yeah. uh, NXT. And then he can rush, you know, but hey, what the hell are you doing to my guys? You know, you know what? I'm put an end to, and then boom, there's your feet. That that's one way. That's the only way I can think of. Yeah. But there's no justifying Triple H all of a sudden showing up and having a match against AJ. Yeah. And let me tell you something. If that does happen, Triple H, if you're listening, well, I know you're listening. So listen to this. Don't don't go over, bro. You don't need to go over. For what? Why? Why? And you know what he would say to you? First off, he's going to tell you to suck it. And then second of all, <laughs> he's going to tell you that I uh, have the most uh, losses uh, in WrestleMania. And you can take one more L. Serious. <laughs> so they go, uh, come on, man. No, no. But that's I'm just saying that's the only justifying thing that I can think of for him to have that feud with him. Yeah, anybody else could just happen. I'm sure. You threw in the fiend. Um, Where did you find that out? No, I just I just saw Monday Night Raw this past week, and I saw AJ talking. You know, whenever somebody mentions the fiend's name, they always get intertwined some way. So I was just like, wait, is that are they trying to do a triple threat in some way? Yeah. Um, but I doubt it. But let me ask you a question, though, since we're on the topic of The Fiend. Are, are they staying true to pretty much anybody that's staying in contact with The Fiend all of a sudden has a little change in them? Yeah. I would think so. I mean, so far, yeah. Yeah. So, but, I mean, I think the only one was Goldberg <laughs> that, that well, didn't nothing, have an effect. Nothing faces Goldberg. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it affected his career. <laughs> Get the oh, fuck out. 
<laughs> but uh, oh man, I don't see how it would affect AJ though. I don't think it should. No, I mean they need to stop with it because then it's going to affect the whole roster eventually. <laughs> Which but, which is why he's limited on the roster. Which is funny. You know, that's why, which is why, yeah. Which it's is, weird because a lot of people are getting pissed off because they haven't seen the Fiend in a while. I'm like, no. Keep I going. mean, I'm getting antsy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting antsy. But the, I'm, I'm fine with it. to the point where it's like, let's fucking go. But I'm fine with it. If he's coming back with a whole new gimmick, and I think Elio's the one that showed us that picture, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I'll wait till Mania for that. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. wait till Mania for that. Uh, but um, AJ, I don't know who's he. I mean, he's been pretty much all over. He, yeah. I don't, don't want to see him go up against Riddle for no. the United States Championship. That's another, yeah, that was another one. But no, why? Huh? No, I don't want to see that. No, no, I mean, well, what else is there? Unless, unless he, te- unless Oma, is it Omas, Omos, or what the hell? Omas, 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 Omas. 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 We'll go with that. We'll you say that. Omos, I say almost. Omos, unless they start tagging all of a sudden and go after the uh, the raw titles. It's the only thing I can think of right now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, oh, boy, that's a tough one. Clay, who do you think he should go up against? I'm with you guys. I'm kind of lost with this. Uh, I don't know where they're going with AJ, and I honestly think – if he did go after Ballard, they would put a hell of a match on. Uh, but like you said, he's going with uh, Ballard's going with Carrion, and AJ's just there. I could see him doing a triple threat match with Orton, like Rick said on Raw. But it's just diff- I just don't know. I don't know. You know what? That's different. What you just said right there—a triple threat, Fiend yeah. and AJ—that I won't mind. Yeah. Yeah, but this story is built. It's it gotta. It has to conclude with Orton and the Fiend. Right. There's no like. There's no room for AJ and Almas right now. No, but I'm just saying I wouldn't mind it. I Does would. It make sense? Does it make sense? No, but I, I wouldn't mind it. I think those three would have a really good match. A phenomenal maybe match. Mm-hmm. So fun. What's that maybe, in the, maybe in a couple weeks or even next week on Raw when uh, Alexa can start messing around with AJ. Have him go through all this tra- change and blah blah blah. Maybe that could be thrown in, but honestly, you know, know who I with that storyline. If it were to happen, I think who would the person that would ruin it would be Omos or almost whatever the fuck his name is. What did I say we was going with? Omos. Okay, that one. I think he'll ruin it. Uh, I don't think he's ready for that kind of attention yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Justin Adams. He says Braun and Adam Pierce versus AJ and Omos. Omos. Totally kidding, even though it honestly wouldn't. No, you wasn't kidding because you wouldn't have said it. <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, totally kidding, even though it honestly wouldn't surprise me if they did that or throw him in a triple threat or something for the U.S. title. Yeah. No, no. AJ, AJ doesn't need to be in mid-card. Sorry. Oh, you know what? This one's interesting. Uh, Perry Norrington, he said, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, when they go at it, it's awesome, but don't think we'll see that anytime soon. Um, no. I don't think so either, but I would I would still love to see that. Harry Swartz, he says that, oh, may the Swartz be with you. 
Uh, I would love to see AJ Styles versus Triple H, but only <laughs> if Styles goes over. Isn't that literally <laughs> what we just said? Yep. Yep. Wow. Josh Sanders is as Finn Balor for the NXT title. That's your boy. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, you know what? If I had to vote, I'm going to go. You know what? I think it'll be a hell of a match, Matt Riddle. I know I it don't want be. to see it, but I think it'll be a hell of a match. It would be. It would and be. I think it's the probably the one that makes the most sense. AJ was United States champion at one point. Uh, right. So I wouldn't be upset if he went after Riddle. Yeah. It's just like, how do you go about it? You know what? You can also do you can also do AJ and Almas versus uh Retribution, the whole squad. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, AJ's a heel. They're a heel, and to me that uh, to me that would clash. Yeah. If AJ yeah. was a face, yeah, I could see that. But um, I think to, uh, a stipulation probably would have to be added, especially if there's rumors that they're going to split up. Yeah. I'd say that you guys no longer a retribution. Go out on your own or some shit. I don't fucking know. But I, but Riddle. A lot of people don't give credit to Riddle. A lot about his wrestling. He's very good. He might yeah, be a dork yeah, sometimes, yeah. but he is very good. Um, yep. I'm Ur fan. He says AJ Styles versus Riddle. Uh, somebody responded to him with AJ Styles winning. Somebody said Ricochet. That would be a good match. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it a bunch of times on Raw. It still would be. A good a... Match. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> simulation it would be for. It's just regular. I mean. Match. They had that great spot with the suplex on the rope into the Styles Clash. Yeah, that, that was dope. cool. That yeah. is dope. But I mean, at this point in AJ's career, here it is—the big show. Uh, no pun, but uh, WrestleMania. Does AJ really need to be in a title picture or title no. match? I, I no, really, but he needs a match. Yeah, well, he exactly. does need a match. Yeah, you can't keep but AJ Styles out of WrestleMania. Yeah, you can't. No. <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, I mean, he's at the level right now because we all been saying just just about, you know, where he can fight is the title match. Yeah. Because he can't, he obviously he ain't going to go up against Lashley. He's not going to go up against Roman. So that can, no. that's out the picture. Uh, but yet, <clears throat> Radosha Fawas, he says Bobby Lashley. Oh. oh, that big giant goof that he is, he has as his bodyguard right now. Fight him. God. <laughs> I see you got to be a big goof. Yeah. Jesus. But if there's anybody that can make oh. somebody look good, it's AJ's. And AJ can make all of oh, us yeah. look like uh, a badass. Yeah. No, sure. true. But this one, this one right here is interesting. Someone said Keith Lee. Keith Lee ain't doing shit right now. Yeah. He hasn't been around. <laughs> and that would be a good match. I, let me tell you something. I think that right there, I think that's key because. Obviously, Keith Lee hasn't been really. I don't think his main event run has been that great. Yeah. Um, I think AJ would help that. I think yeah. he this one here, Michael True, bruh, you're you're ruthless, man. He said a broomstick. <laughs> he no. can make it work. No, exactly. That's what he means by it. He can yeah. make it work. AJ can make it work with a broomstick. But That's see, how good he is. Here's another one. Jimmy Nance. He says should be contending for the world title. Uh, so it goes back to what I just said. Does he really need to be in the title picture at Mania? Or will it still work with this, just a regular old match? He can do a regular match with anybody, and it's yeah. still going to be good. Someone yeah. else said Roman. Another person said Riddle, which is a good one. Um, 
Bring, bring it in the Hulkamania, brother. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. This no. one's interesting. Nick Aldis for the NWA World Championship. Imagine if uh, uh, Billy Corgan uh, decided to team up with WWE, just like TNA is teaming up with AEW. <laughs> Unfortunately, AEW got No, it would be a great match, but we've seen that already in TNA. If you guys see that, that's the thing. Like Nick Aldis already fought AJ Styles in TNA, and all these matches. But that's TNA. Nobody, nobody doesn't know that. Uh, if you're a true WWE fan, you would have known. Yeah, you that. don't know. Yeah, I get it. So I mean, that would I be know. cool. Oh my god, <laughs> Shawn Michaels, seriously, seriously. All right, now <laughs> that's this one. Once upon a time, that's once like upon uh, a time. Yeah. Yeah. Now this one I was waiting to get up to. Um, and this kind of went on, so be ready for this one. Okay. Uh, Brinks Corbett. He says, who cares? Does anybody watch WWE? Now, here's this WWE post, and yet this motherfucker comments that. Uh, so this is where it gets funny. Uh, Steve Dickinson, he responded to him, and he says, a lot more people watch WWE than that indie nerds who watch AEW. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He replies back with, I believe AEW has better ratings. No, they don't. No, they do not. Oh, my Lord. And then, oh, yeah, they come back and forth. He goes back at him and says, WWE still pulls in about 2 million viewers a week. AEW hasn't even hit 1 million yet. Yep. Which, I mean, he's kind of true, but I think they did hit a million one time. I don't remember when. I think If it's one time, it's not good enough. It's, it's not. No. It's not. It's not. Adam uh, McKinnon, he responded to him too and says, WWE just made a billion dollars. So somebody, so someone must be watching it. Yep. Scott Crowd responded to that. And he says, AEW had better ratings than NXT. Laugh out loud. WWE has many other televised shows beyond that. I'm not saying people are, aren't also watching AEW, but there is zero chance more people are watching AEW than WWE as a whole. WWE is still and likely always will be the peak of the mountain when it comes to wrestling organizations. I don't deny they've had some lackluster stuff half the time for the last couple of years. They do need to up the ante with their programming, but you can still say the same for AEW, in my opinion. Is he right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what's funny is a lot of people here, they're saying uh, they brought out <laughs> Kenny Omega. <laughs> uh. Kenny Omega, and of course somebody out. I knew this was happening. Isn't he in AEW? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So Tony, who do you think he Adam should Cole. fight? Ooh, I don't think they've ever wrestled together, have it? Have they? Mm, not that I remember. No, not even in the. No, but see the thing is with Adam Cole, he looks like he's going. To NXT Takeover against his guy Kyle O'Reilly, I don't see how AJ fits in there. But, but remember this: what did he say in his promo in, in NXT? He's beating everybody from Raw and SmackDown, and that, remember he made that comment. So uh, that's yeah. a that's a good way to bring AJ in and be like, "You didn't beat me," and then yeah. boom, I would love to see that. Uh, and they can yeah. do it. I mean, yeah. they already they already threw the line in. Yep. That's that's one way to do it. Uh, but I say Adam Cole. I mean, 
Yeah, AJ can go out there and say, I don't even have a match at WrestleMania. And then mm-hmm. Adam Cole, baby, can show up. I see it. I see it. Yeah, that's a good one, Tony. That, that is. I didn't even think about Adam Cole. You know, that's just how I roll in the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Adam Cole, well, because think of it this way, too. He didn't beat Finn Balor. No. Finn Balor, so... I think uh, a nice pro. Now, let me ask you this: With if that program were to happen, who should go over? Ugh. I'd say Adam. Yeah. Honestly, I would say Adam Cole. Rick. Hey, oh, oh. Now another dumb question. While you're thinking, who's taller? <laughs> I think AJ's taller. Is he? Yeah, I think, really? uh, I think, I think AJ's he's taller. Short. He is. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious! All right, so who you pick, Rick? I, I, I yeah, Adam Cole, baby. Really? Yeah. I have to agree too. Yeah. And then you know what? Because the one thing uh, Adam Cole has been criticized about is his height and yep. how being short he is. I'm sorry to say, but AJ is no taller. And no. look at the, the success he has been in in the on the main roster. So I think with them two scrapping it, I don't even number one they ain't gonna. I don't. Besides us, I don't think anybody would bring out the height factor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. because them two are gonna give a one good hell of a show. And if Adam Cole goes over, I think that will justify him being on the main roster. Yeah, really? yeah. I agree. Now, who, now, who was saying that he's got something to take over? Yeah, it's gonna be Riley. Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. But he can still like pull double duty. Didn't he do that that one year for Survivor Series? Remember when they did the whole attack? Yeah. Thing? And then he wrestled. Yeah, no, yeah. He might have. And then I think he wrestled on SmackDown. And then he yeah. went to NXT. So, I mean, it's, it's the possibility was, is there. He was NXT champ at the time, wasn't he? Yes. Yes, yeah. he was. Yes, okay. he was. So, all right. All right. So, there's your uh, Facebook poll. Our post and uh, the spotlight. And if anybody else want to make any suggestions, just drop us a line on our Facebook page and uh, we'll talk about it on that week's show. So right now it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right. Melina turns 42 years old. Nice. Melina. Melina's. Everybody yeah. likes the Malinas. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, Luchasaurus turns 36 years old. Wow. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Now, did you guys hear about this new rule that WWE is doing now? Oh, yes. I was going to get into that on Monday Night Raw. But oh, we'll talk about it now. Uh, yeah. Because of uh, LA Knight. He, how old is he? He's in his 40s, right? Yeah. Right? And uh, so now um, they have a policy. Well, not a policy. They've got a rule that uh, not to hire anybody over 30 unless yep. it's a special uh, occasion or something like that. So if you indie guys are listening, man, get your shit in. Try to get it in quick. Yep. Because yep. if you're over 30, it doesn't look like they're hiring you unless you're a name. So. Yep. Hmm. Oh no! Well, that wasn't even the rule that I was going towards. So I'll oh, bring no, that I, up I know the Monday other rule. rule. Yeah. yeah, no, that will talk for raw. That'll be yeah. Funny. Um, but yeah, uh, JoJo turns twenty-seven years old. <gasps> oh. What? Yeah, JoJo. JoJo, I know. Hey, JoJo. 
Yeah. I thought she was, <laughs> I thought she was in her 30s. Yeah. Wow. Two kids wow. now with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Hey. Uh, I cannot believe I cannot believe I'm about to say this name on a wrestling podcast. Uh, Bad Bunny turns 27 <laughs> years old. Is he that young? Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he's older. I heard that uh-huh. he was young, but I didn't think he was that young. Holy shit. Uh-huh. He's and he's right performing now. at the Grammys. Yeah. And he's going to have the 24-7 title. 24-7 title. You know, WWE, as much as everybody knocks on them, they're smart. It is smart. It is so smart. You know how many people watch the Grammys? Yeah. (laughs) Two shows right now. Yep. That they have. SNL. SNL now this, man. I didn't know that. Uh, um, And last but not least, two of our hosts from Wrestling POV Global have birthdays this week. Uh, TJ Logan turns 51 years old. You wow. motherfucker, you. <laughs> and Elio Canella turns 47 years old. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to guys. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking Pisces are taking over in this yeah. shire. Yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, our album cover is out. Yes, uh, we only have two songs on it, so get it while it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check out it out on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, all right, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Probably the biggest news of this week. Uh Andrade has requested his release from the WWE, and the WWE has denied it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know, man. The guy wanted to leave. Maybe come back with Zelina in some shape or form. But uh, WWE denied it. So what do you think about that, guys? What do you think is the next steps for Andrade? Well, I have more on the rumors. Ooh, okay. We'll cover that in the rumors then. Uh, Yeah, but but for me, for him to request a release, that tells you something like, yo, what are we doing with Andrade? Remember, yeah. once upon a time when Paul Heyman was running Monday Night Raw, Andrade was Andrade. up there. Yep. And uh, right now he's getting dropped again. So we'll see. We'll talk more about it in the rumors. Uh, uh, Renee Young has become a U.S. citizen. Yeah. And I'm proud to be an American. Or at least I know I'm free. Congratulations, Congratulations. Renee Young. Yeah. You Canadian American. <laughs> um, some sad news. Becky Lynch's father passes away. Yeah, I heard that uh, the other day. Yep. Uh, really sad news. So hopes and prayers go out to the family. Yep. Um, some NXT UK news. Oh man, Tyler Bate went up against Mastiff in a Heritage Cup match. I cannot stand these Heritage Cup matches. It just <laughs> doesn't make sense. Why are we having three minute rounds of wrestling? It just makes it feel so much longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a 1.5. Uh, now, I call them Talman because I think that makes more sense than T.O. Man. <laughs> but T.O. Man made his debut against Danny Jones, and T.O. Man is actually pretty good. He's a German descent. He's from Germany. He's a Turkish descent. Uh, pretty badass guy. He got some cool moves. Uh, check it out for T.O. Man. Yeah. Uh, they had a tag team match. It was all right. Um, but the first ever mixed tag match 
with Piper and Stars defeating Ginny and Joseph Connors. Gave it a 2.5. Overall, NXT UK for me this week, I gave it a 2.1. It wasn't a terrible show. It wasn't the best show, but it passes the time. I'm telling you. And <laughs> it's just one of those things where... Now, Rick, it, let me, Rick, let me ask you a question. Are you, are yeah. you starting to get like Elio? What do you mean? Watching everything? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Man. I think Elliot yeah. watches every single wrestling that's out there right now. You can yeah, ask him does. anything about any promotion, and he'll he'll give you an answer for that. Yeah. Are you turning into yeah. it? I think so. I think you know. I think first of all, I want to say this. I think me and Elio are like the tag team champions of the world. <laughs> I mean, whenever we come together, brother, it's like the mega powers, man. Yeah, but you guys uh, gotta check start out. matching. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we got it. Um, For the second week in a row. Yes. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, but me and Elio, we, we we have magic on the mic. You know what I'm saying? You see what I did with that magic mic? <laughs> but don't. All right. It's now time for the rumors. All right, I got a lot of them, so sit back and enjoy. WWE's original plan for Lacey Evans to defeat Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship at Elimination Chamber. Evans' feud with Charlotte Flair would have to continue into WrestleMania. So uh, apparently that was the the feud for WrestleMania was going to be Charlotte versus Lacey Evans. Uh, But obviously uh, she got knocked up and uh, they squashed it. So... Hopefully they'll change their minds and do something because right now Asuka is still up in the air, they're saying. Um, AEW tested the uh, Revolution show closing the explosion and everything. Mm -hmm. They did that ahead of time. So they did uh, a test fire, so to speak. And they said it worked. Uh, They said the bomb used on the pay-per-view broadcast just happened to be a dud. Mm. Now, I will say this, and uh, I'm sure... We're going to go over this in AEW, but I'm just going to say it now. Get over it. It's done. No justifying it no more. Seriously. Seriously. Why are you still trying to justify it? Stop. Stop. Just let it go. You fucked up. Didn't work. You look like a bunch of Marines. Get out of here. Leave it alone. Anyway, it was also said that Kenny Omega was furious about how the finish came off. So. There you go. Uh, Drew McIntyre uh, versus Sheamus in the last man standing match is in the works for Fastlane. So I'm sure we're going to see a quick little program on them on Monday. And then it's going to, I think it's going to be a squash match to be honest. Well, not a squash, but it's going to be a smiles when nobody wins. And uh, uh, Adam Pierce, Tom, uh, TJ's good buddy, is going to announce <laughs> that uh, for the that weekend. Next weekend is the Fastlane, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. So next weekend's fast lane, I'm pretty sure Adam Pierce is going to say, you know what, we're going to do a last man standing match. Yeah, good call there, Adam. Uh, (laughs) Now, here's the I was telling you earlier. There is going to be, it's a strong possibility that the WWE is going to be returning live road shows starting in July. Wow. Wow. So that's why I was saying everything seems to be going back to normal. And this is... This is from a credible source saying this too that they're about eighty percent uh, sure that they're going to be doing house shows, uh, road shows in July. So, you know. wow, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's going to be social distancing in that. I'm pretty sure there's going to be every other seat, but yeah. people, 
and this is the thing. And, and you're right, Rick, earlier, you know, people, the thing is people don't follow guidelines all the time. They don't. Yeah. And, you know, with something like this, even if they do every other seat, somebody, some idiot is still going to want to sit in between. Nobody's yeah. sitting there. You know, no, nobody's sitting there, you know, not thinking. And they go, oh, I'm going to sit there. Not thinking again. You know, right. my question would be, are they going to have those plexiglass around the ring? So that way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the wrestlers, are they going to do that? Like hockey? I don't know. It's a, it's, I'm pretty sure those are things that they're discussing now. Now, how do, how, how do you guys feel? I mean, the house shows in your area, you haven't seen a wrestling show in a while and you go, what, what would you be uh, expected? <sighs> Clay, I mean, just with me, like I could see having the Pexi glass around, you know, have that kind of thing. But like you said, people aren't going to ever listen. People just, you know, they're going to see an empty seat like that, sit right next. And where I'm from, and all honestly, they could care less. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like the mix of Southern and Northern. But, yeah. you know, it's just kind of they're, they're over it. Everybody is over it. And some people just don't care. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, I personally, I would go. Uh, but be very cautious with other people, you know. Yeah. Now, you now, I'll throw this out there because you just became a father recently, a few months. Yes. Now you're going to take your son to this event. Um, how much more cautious are you going to be? I'm very uh, cautious yeah. uh, with that, especially with other people. Uh, yeah. Especially he's seven months old. Uh, yeah. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, here you are at a wrestling event with your son. It's the first time or whatever. And they are doing every other seat or whatever, and some idiot decides to jump over. Right. You know, what are you well, gonna do? Well, I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Uh Clay, you out of all of us have actually went to an event. You went to an Indiana Pacers game recently, right? Yeah. So how was that experience? Oh yeah, there you going go. it was great. Oh honestly, uh what bank Bankers Life Fieldhouse did there wasn't anybody near us at all and if there was it was probably like seven to eight rows high uh -huh. so it wasn't we weren't near anybody uh you know we had all the room in the world because again my son is seven months old yeah he needs all the room you know he's <laughs> yeah. he wants up he wants fed he wants blah you know all that and it was a pretty good experience we didn't sit like you know up in the rafters or anything like that but they had a good social distance, you know, for everybody around the arena, unless you were like with me and my wife and my son, that was anybody yeah. within distance of us. So that worked mm -hmm. out. I mean, if they got to do 25% uh, capacity, then that's what they got to do. And people's got to respect that. Well, we're just, talking, but we're also talking, this is going to be happening in July. So right. the percentage of that might even be higher by then. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're only in March. And they're at 25%. Just imagine, you know, July is in four months. So yep. how much more percentage are they going to raise that? And is people going to be cautious or are they going to be idiots? You know what I'm saying? Rick, in your area of New York, they're, they, uh, the garden, they're allowing fans in there to watch games. How do you feel? I mean, I know it's bad, yeah. but at the same time, no. how do you feel about it, though? It's, it's still scary, you know, um, as someone that had COVID and someone that got COVID from somebody who wasn't being 
uh, the smartest person in the world. You know, I was being cautious about everything, and I got it because someone else was being selfish. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where it's just I'm hesitant. I'm still scared about it. I, I don't want I don't want to live in this world like this. Mm-hmm. I want I want things to be better at a hundred percent before we even make a, a change. You know. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, though, it's never going to be at 100. No, it's never going to be that way. Of course not. Of course. You know, you're always going to have your people. And and listen, as long as you're protecting yourself and Mm -hmm. the other people around you, as long as you have that care for other people, that's where I'm like, okay, like, respect me. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of people that think that way. No, yeah. No, it sucks because they ruin it for everybody else. Yeah. And it's like, just like what I just said, too, you know, if they do every other seat, eventually it will get down to that point there's always i'm telling you there's always going to be some fucking idiot that's gonna shoot, jump over but yeah. ahead, what was you saying yeah yeah so um and then you have like i said earlier texas rangers they're gonna have 100 percent capacity oh really yeah. Wait, when? yeah i didn't hear this yeah that's what they're planning for their for their opening day for season <gasps> really? they want to have 100 percent capacity with six feet apart at the lines for the food, but mm-hmm. 100% capacity in the stadium, in the seats. It's it makes the whole American sense. Airlines thing that I told you about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that really asinine? <laughs> it's asinine. <of> 10. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But see, but that's what I'm talking about, though. You know, they're saying that, you know, oh, we're going to do this, but, you know, still social distance, but we're still going to cram all you guys into one little area. You know, it's like, oh, my. It doesn't make any sense. That's the no. thing. That's how my work has been with this. It's just, oh, really? it, yes, it's been like, well, stay socially distanced, but we'll put you in a mod, you know, and put you all together. And it's like, what are you guys trying to, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like <laughs> we got masks on, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you're not, you're not making yeah. any sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean. I mean, well, we we heard your thoughts on this, Clay. Rick, I mean, you're at an event. Every other seat, and some idiot does that. I mean, I know your New York attitude would say something, but what was... (laughs) That's the thing. I would say something. Um, uh, I'm going to argue with them, obviously. We're going to have an argument, and uh, hopefully security or somebody does their job. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we can do, you know. And that, and that, I'm glad you brought that up, Rick. Sorry, but even at the game, there was uh, when I went to, there was more security than normally there is. That's good though. Like, yes, exactly. So people wouldn't be so stupid like that. Maybe you know, (laughs) they see him and they were checking on us every you know five minutes, ten minutes, whatever, and they go back and forth and back and forth. So if that's what they got to do, that. That's what they gotta do. Yeah. You know? So uh yeah, there you go. I mean, people, you know, seriously, I mean, if you're really gonna start attending these events, be respectful. Um, if it if sure. it's if it clearly stays every other seat, then do every other seat. Just because it's empty doesn't give you the right to sit there. Um me personally, if the rule is um every other seat and you're gonna try to sit next to me, I'm gonna backhand you. I still mm-hmm. got my New York attitude, even though I live in New York. I mean, New Mexico. Where did I say I live? <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> All right. um, now, Miranda Gordy. Does that name ring a bell to you? Yes. Who is he? Oh, she. Sorry. She is the daughter of the guy whose name is Gordy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <Rick>. <laughs> 
The daughter the Gordy of, of Von Eric, the Gordy Von Eric feuds. Yeah. <laughs> she is the daughter of WWE Hall of Famer. I don't know how is the Hall of Famer for WWE. Uh, Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Uh, the Freebirds. If you guys remember the big, yes. big massive big dude. Uh, she apparently received a WWE tryout back in February. And, nice. Um, now, now here's the deal. I and mean, I heard this extra, and I was just like, "Wow! Let's look at uh, what's it? Michael P.S. Hayes. Listen to him. Uh, they questioned him about that, and he says, "Yes, she did get a tryout." Um, and they said, "Well, how come you guys didn't sign her? That's, that's Terry's daughter. Why didn't you sign her?" You know. And yeah. he said this, and I tip my hat off to him. He says, "You know what? If Terry was alive today, he wouldn't want her to get in because of his name." So yep. he would want her to get in by putting in the work. And that's why we did that. And that's why we're going through that with her. Or else she go, he goes, honestly, I would have been like, no, let's sign her up. But, um, you know, my buddy, uh, Terry, he wouldn't have appreciated that. He would want her to work her way into, uh, you know, a job, not just yeah. because of her, uh, his name. And he also, but also on top of that, uh, she received an invite back to try out for NXT. So uh, she might get that job at NXT, but uh, she's only been wrestling for two years. Um, and it's funny because Michael, again, he said even in that tryout, she did seem a little green. So we told her to still work on it and blah, blah, blah. And uh, she did. And now she got an invite back. So Nice. Yeah. I think so, she's been feuding with the Von Erich girl. Yes. Wow. Uh, oh, Lacey. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I think they've been feuding together in the Indies Bruh. and MLWs. Just like imagine that. they signed her. I would love to see that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Eventually, to see that as a feud, hell yeah. So, all right. Now, finally, Andrade, on that subject, is reportedly staying with WWE for the time being. Earlier today, it was reported uh, that he did request his WWE release while backstage at Monday Night Raw. Um, it now reports that the request has been denied and Andrade will remain under contract with WWE. There is no yet word yet on why WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon denied the request. So it seems like there's more going on. Nah. People are interpreting. But uh, now, now let's talk about the whole Andrade thing. What was your question that you had, Rick? I forgot. My bad. No, I was just saying about how what what can they do like he doesn't yeah. want to be there anymore and if he's struggling to get on tv to have a match and he doesn't have paul Heyman anymore to push him no he doesn't why not grant him why not grant him his release exactly if you're not going to do anything with him like yeah. they are dropping the ball with andrade they are they, they really are and it's sad yeah. because andrade is so talented mm -hmm. can work with like like AJ, he can work with anybody. I just don't. They're, yeah. They are really dropping the ball with this guy. And but now that you said that, I think that would be a good opponent for him. For AJ. AJ versus yeah. yeah. Right? But let me tell you this. Also, also yeah. before you say it, Rick. Also, Charlotte has been pitching ideas to work with Andrade on in the storyline. Yeah. So I don't know if they said nah. Or she hasn't pitched it yet. I, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, as if you don't know, now you know. But Andrade and Charlotte are a couple. They're uh, engaged, engaged to be married. 
So my thing is, you think Charlotte is really gonna, um, you know, let him go like that? I mean, I know he's upset and and he wants to work and stuff like that, but uh, I mean, is Charlotte in his ear also saying, hey, you know, let's just just wait it out. You'll get something or hey, I'll put uh-huh. something. Yeah, Andrade being a man. He could easily be like, no, I don't need you to do that for me and this and that. So, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of Charlotte, did you see the broke the what was it? Um, Austin broke his show? Oh, oh, yeah, his show with. Uh, you see uh, her in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't was bad. Cool. I like the question yeah. though when he asked her. Uh, obviously, there's a language barrier there. Uh, do you speak Spanish? And she was like, "Un copito." <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but she goes, she tries, which is, you know, hey, you know, if they're in love, they're in love. It doesn't matter about the language barrier. Well, it does, but, you know, she says she's practicing, which is good, and uh, she loves Mexican food now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so what was you going to say, Rick? Uh, I was going to say, well, first I want to say this. Uh, Andrade, a lot. Of, I want to kill this rumor where people were like, well, it's because he doesn't speak English well. Yeah. Andrade did all of his WrestleMania access stuff in English, so mm-hmm. let's just kill that. He yeah. can do. He can speak English. Well, we, we even talked about that too before. Yeah, how he's been practicing English so he can do better promos. Yeah. So, um, but I will say this: this is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. If he goes to AEW, oh boy, oh, with Penta, Penta and Phoenix and Phoenix, yeah, God, God. No. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. You know, I know, I know we, we say, oh, he's gonna go to AEW. Yeah. This is no. one where I'm like, yeah. Go, go to go. AEW. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also afraid of that too. I'm also afraid of that because see, we see that. Yeah. They might not. Yeah. This way. All I can do is point this out and it'll probably squatch everything, but look at Miro. Come on, yeah. bro. He's doing That's a video game gimmick. Yeah, but Andrade's. So, do you think they can throw Selena in that too? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Selena's in there. As the English person, yeah. Yeah. Because if you look at AEW, they brought that English dude to speak on behalf of Penta. Yeah. Selena would definitely fit in bilingual. And I think if if that ever did would to happen, I think WWE would be slapping themselves if that did happen. Yeah. And it'll be their fault. But right now they can still fix it, is what I'm trying to say. Because where's Angel Garza then? Where you know, yeah. on and off with whatever storyline, then they forget about it. Uh, Humberto Carrillo, where's he been? Have Our you main seen event. him? He's jacked. Dude is jacked. Yeah. Oh, shit, come on! It's right there in front of you, bruh. Vince, yeah. Mr. McMahon, Kennedy. <laughs> Yo, if you called Vince, bruh. Bruh. Get the fuck out, bro. <laughs> well, he does listen to the show, so bruh, it's uh, right there in front of you, man. Umberto Carrillo, Andrade, Angel Garza, have them as a. You already got three Hispanics in NXT doing this gimmick, like, it, yeah. like they're the cartel, and now that, that is working. You it is similar to what they to them three, and then eventually bring Delgado the de Fantasma. Bring them up and you have that massive stable right there. Oh my god, it's written itself. <laughs> Delgado. <laughs> Legato, I said. Shut up. I know he's a baseball player. But laughing. Carlos Delgado. <laughs> yeah. Love him. I don't know why I was thinking about that. But it's right there. The Delgados. 
<laughs> all right. So that, that, that's all the rumors I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, on to injury. Uh, so Asuka, now they're saying, is suffering from a concussion. I don't know yeah. if this is story-related or not. Guys, I'm over it. I'm over Asuka. <laughs> she's holding this belt hostage. She yeah. has done nothing with it since she's gotten it. Uh, she got it from Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. and then she lost it to Sasha, and then she got it back, and she has done nothing with it. Nope. She's not defending it. She's not. She's was put into. So I saw a figure. Uh, since Becky Lynch has given her that title, apparently she is one five and two. So one win, five losses, and two like throwaway matches where it didn't wow. count. Yeah. Wow. So. Really? Yeah, so yeah. I don't, and she's not defending it. She's doing the tag team with Charlotte, and then all of a sudden, like, what is WWE doing? Yeah. So, whatever. All right. <laughs> That's all I got for injury. On to our hot tag news, which was brought to us by Clay Cummings. Is bronze potential being ruined by poor storytelling? And when I ask this question out loud, the first thing that comes to mind is, what potential does Braun Strowman have? (laughs) (laughs) Braun Strowman, to me, and I'm going to make this a hot tag uh, sanctuary right now, because Braun Strowman is absolutely terrible. He is not a good wrestler. He is not a good spokesperson for wrestling. He is just garbage. He's garbage on the mic. He's garbage in the ring. He brings nothing to entertain me. He doesn't do it for me. He's garbage. Oh, I'm going to get these hands, and I'm going to do this to you, Sally. I'm coming for you. Just shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear your voice. I don't want to see you. Shane, I'm not stupid. Come on, man. Really? This is what we're doing? And I'm going to wait a little bit longer to tell you what's, what I think is going to be happening with this whole Shane and Braun thing. But, Clay, you came up with this one. What do you think? Uh, is it poor storytelling that they're doing with Braun, or is it just Braun doesn't have the potential? It is a mixture of both. I will agree with that. But whenever Strowman was just himself, and, you know, he went had that tag team championship with the kid he had when he was with Rollins, and then he's had, you know, several other storylines that didn't make much sense. But to me, Braun could be a monster, you know, heel if portrayed the right way. Like, yeah. he's got this new look. He looks a lot better than what he did when he was with the Wyatt family. Yeah. And they could do a lot with him. It's just the fact of he needs the right story. He needs the right, you know, build up. And I just feel like there is potential there, but it's kind of hard to do that when he is on these storylines or he is, you know, like you said, the, oh, I'm going to get these hands, cut, cut mm-hmm. that out. That It's over with, it's done, you know, whatever. And now he's in this stupid storyline with Shane McMahon. And I, I hate all of it. It just, <laughs> I, it, ugh. I just don't like it. <laughs> Tony, is it poor storytelling or is it just he just doesn't have it? Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's, it's just like what Clay said. I mean, it's there. It's there for for uh, Braun. But 
right now, they got him in probably one of the dumbest storylines in WWE history. Yes. Long, it can it can happen. Not dumbest, stupidest. Stupidest. <laughs> um, there's potential in Braun. Braun, I think, is the biggest guy that they have there. Um, uh, strongest too, I heard. Um, he's lost a, a ton of weight. He does look. He's in great shape. Yeah. He's got the look. He's got somewhat of a character to get these hands things gotta go stop with that um i know they're forcing him and they're telling him to say these things but i don't know i think better off he's better off as a heel just destroying people as a baby face it's like uh do you really want to do this sympathy thing with him for me it's not gonna work but well you know what it is oh go ahead clay Oh, I'm sorry. There's no sympathy with Braun. Like, he no. is a big guy. He shouldn't have sympathy. He shouldn't. He needs to be out destroying guys. But you know what they're doing, though? Remember that one WrestleMania with Nia Jax? And That's, what gonna That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. I said it. I said it. Damn it. <laughs> but that that right there. That's what they're trying to do this year, but with the men. Stupid. Yeah. Ridiculous. Go ahead. And, what was it, Eric? I was going to say it was a Nia Jax thing. They're trying to make sympathy for him. But honestly, when it comes to Braun Strowman, when he goes to the ring, you can tell he is trying to memorize every single yeah. word they told him to say. And he's out yeah. there, we'll say, I'm, um, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, and you're going to get these hands and, um, yeah. Uh, he, he did it in the form of a question. You're going to get these hands? <laughs> yeah. Shane. <laughs> stupid is. Stupid does. <laughs> Come on. I, I also heard because I was a lot of people was asking, too, about Shane. You know, his heavy breathing and, and the whole Bro. taking his time. He was told to do that just to make people angry <laughs> at him. So that way, you know, they can show the the heel of Shane and the baby face of, of Braun. So. Well, you know, I'm, what I'm thinking is Daba is coming in the side of Shane. So, ooh, okay. Okay. Daba versus Braun. But, but they're still throwing out that it's going to be Shane versus Braun. Please. I know. But I like it better. I like that idea better with, with Daba. Yeah. If yeah. you guys don't remember Daba, go back to the famous Lucha, uh, Lucha Underground. Uh, the underground, whatever, raw underground. Raw underground. It had had potential. It was there. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on this? Uh, 77% say yes. It's poor storytelling. Yeah. And 23% say no. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, if anybody else has a, a hot tag news that they want to throw out, uh, put it on our Facebook page and uh, we'll talk about it. We need some stuff. Uh, let's take a break. Um, With that being said, uh, when we come back, we got This Week in Wrestling. Hey guys, this is Kevin Owens. Uh, Make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. Take it easy, guys. Maybe I'll end up on your show one day. Who knows? But if I do, I'll probably end up taking the whole thing over, and then it won't really be your show anymore. So maybe it's not a good idea. Who knows? We'll see how that works out. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and get not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Yes, count them, five T-shirts available. We got the red and black, black and red, Wolf Pack Attack, Wrestling POV Podcast T-shirt. We got Wrestling POV is and all of our churlist names that we've used. We have the <laughs> legend 
and the gentleman t-shirt from Wrestling POV Global. We also have the rinse, reuse, wrestle Wrestling POV Global t-shirt available, all for $19.99. And guys, I'm telling you, just do it. It's amazing. These are great shirts. Uh, it helps us out. We have an abundance of shows here. We have Wrestle POV Podcast, where you find me, Clay, and Tony every week, every Saturday on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free. And also, you have Wrestling POV Global, which you can find every Friday available on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free as well with TJ Logan, Elio Canella, and Andy Anderson as they co- cover everything AEW-related as well as New Japan, Impact, and stuff like that, and some yeah. indie wrestling as well. Um, also, we have WPOV Quarantine, uh, which is available every Wednesday. It's our YouTube-based show uh, where they go over random wrestling topics. They've had great people like Bruce Hart, Savio Vega, D'Lo Brown, uh, and many, many more legends they've had available. So make sure you check that out. And, of course, Wrestling POV Aftermath, where we have, uh, after every major pay-per-view, a show that goes over the pay-per-view itself. You don't want to miss it. We also have the announcement of who is the winner of the Wrestling POV pay-per-view points game every time. And, of course, the loser, who is the Turtle <laughs> Award winner. Um, with that being said, Tony, I think I've talked long enough. It's time to get raw. Yeah, this week in wrestling, we're starting off with raw. Uh, let's go to the low points, I guess. Uh, for me, my I have a couple low points. It was Braun's promo um, throughout the show. I just didn't like it. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then it was uh, Xavier Woods versus Shelton. Uh, I gave that a one. Um, I, I, there was something about it that I was just like, not really interested in it, I guess. I mean, it wasn't really that long anyway. So, no. uh, yeah, those are my low points. Rick, what was your low point? And you know what? I'm just going to bounce off on what you said about Xavier Woods and Shelton. Uh, the New Day's getting another tag title shot. Why exactly? Where did that come from? Exactly. Out of nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I went to Twitter and I put up a poll. Do, oh, does the New Day deserve another title shot? And guys, 50-50. Yeah. 50-50. Mm-hmm. 50-50. Oh, <laughs> there are still people out there that want to see the New Day go for the tag titles. This is ridiculous. It I don't want to see it. Seriously? 50-50, yep. Wow. So, um, But my lowest points was the Braun Strowman promos throughout the night. I gave it a .5. And as well as the Miz's promo in the opening, I gave that a .5. It was so over the top, and it was just so extra, and I get it. Listen, once upon a time, I was the biggest misfit in the world. And then I got Tony to love the Miz, and now Tony loves the Miz more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, it was garbage. I am a father. That's what it sounded like. That's what I got. Going Remember when he went that. back to the, he put his hands on my father. Yeah. That's what I'm getting with the Miz. It's Let just, me tell you something. That's probably the most hilarious thing ever in wrestling POV history. Yes. <laughs> I am a father. You talked about my father. Oh, He put his hands oh my. on my father. <laughs> garbage. Yeah. Garbage. 0.5. Uh, Clay, <laughs> uh, with me, uh, both segments with Braun and Shane, I gave a 0.5. Did not like any of this. I hate this storyline that's going on. And I gave a one also to Jackson Baszler versus Lana and Naomi. Uh, just something really? about it. Yeah, really. I, I gave it a one. Wow. I, just, I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it. What? Yeah, I'm. I'm not a Lana. Really? 
Yeah, I'm not a Lana person. I'm not yeah, really excited when I talk about that. Yeah, I just to me, I just really enjoy it. It was kind of like something was missing mm-hmm. there. Yeah, but I gave it a one. So, oh, all right. Uh, high points I got was Lana and Naomi versus Nia and Shayna. <laughs> I gave it a three. Now, now, yeah. now, just to to clarify, I thought it was an above average match. Yeah, for me it was like uh, somewhere around a two point eight. No, let me take that back. Between the two point seven and two point nine, that's where I. Okay. So to round it up to three, you know, because we have to do it that way. Um, that's why I gave it a three though, because I thought it was an above average match. I'm kind of digging Reginald with Nia and, and Shayna. Uh, I like the storyline, but I think they need to kick it back a little bit with Nia with this whole yeah. flirtatious thing with her. Stop, Nia, cut it out. Um, you know, because with Reginald, it's like she's doing the same thing she did with Enzo. Yes, they're repeating storylines. Yes, yes, I didn't even think about that. But even still, you know, but I do dig it. There's something about it that I like. The match wasn't that bad either. The match was actually pretty good, and uh, Lana's improving a lot. I have to give her yeah. credit. She's improving a lot. She's in that ring all the time. As much as everybody is is knocking on Lana. I'm sorry to say she's out there trying her best and that's all you can ever ask for. And she's taking these beat and she's taking these hits. She's paying her dues. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked that one. Another match I liked was Drew versus Sheamus. Another Oof. match that they did there where they beat the shit out of each other. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I gave that a three, but my highest was AJ versus Orton. I yeah. love the whole thing that happened, the whole package, how it ended raw. And I gave it a three and a half. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Clay, what was your high points? That was the same with me. I had Randy versus AJ. The whole scenario, also with Alexa Bliss, uh, I gave it a three, three and a half. I just really enjoyed this match. I thought AJ and Randy put on a good show. And I also gave a three to Drew and Sheamus. These two have great chemistry together. Love the hard hitting. Uh, They really know how to work with each other. And it was just a fun match overall. And... I just I, I enjoyed those two segments or matches really did. Now I want to bring up there was one moment uh, in the Riddle Slapjack uh, match where uh, WWE has implemented this new rule of no thigh slapping and no leg slapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, they I, will actually get fined for that. They will get they fined if they leg slap. And I actually uh, when uh, Matt Riddle did his knee. To Slapjack, I texted Tony immediately. I said, there was no thigh yeah. slap. No like, thigh slap. there was no impact. You didn't feel it. Mm. So, like, yeah. when Riddle does that knee, you need the thigh slap so you can feel the extra. But when you think about it, when you watch UFC and stuff like that, when someone hits you with a knee, you don't hear it. You just no. It's like a thud. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it's that, that brings the realism into it. Yeah. But my high you know what that, honestly, my, you know what? That would be a good question on our Facebook page. Uh, Do you miss the, the knee slap? The thigh slap? <laughs> Do you miss the thigh slap? <laughs> uh, do watch people be like, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I I I do. <laughs> uh, my highest point was the Sheamus versus Drew match. I gave it a four. I mean, I think last week's was a lot better. I gave it a five and put it in a vault, but I gave it a four overall. Um, I thought it was hard hitting. I thought the beatdowns was amazing. I thought the no contest was great. I can't wait to see the last man standing match. If they have one, that's what they need to have. Uh, AJ and Orton, you're always going to have a great match whenever AJ's involved. I gave it a three. Um, 
and Alexa Bliss being involved is great. I do want to say this. We had a backstage segment with Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Charlotte saying that they wanted yes. the title shot against Asuka, which makes me believe that this is going to be a multi-woman match be, for the yeah. Raw Women's title. But then on Raw Talk, you had Peyton Royce cut a great promo yes. Yes, she did. about wanting a title shot. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think Peyton Royce is ready for a title shot. I mean, from what we huh? saw, remember, they gave her that opportunity, right, to go on a singles run. Mm-hmm. And she, we, we, I was saying Billy Kay was looking better than Peyton Royce. Yeah. So I don't know. You no, know, that would be another good question, too. Yeah. Is Peyton Royce um, ready for the title she, picture? Not ready for a title picture, but just to say, uh, was she better off in a tag with, with Billy Kay or in the singles run? Yeah. And see yeah. what people say. Cause that's I'm curious of that too, and I agree with you too. You know, the Billy Kay to me is is shining more than Peyton Royce. Look what she's doing on TV. SmackDown. She, actually, we haven't even seen her in a couple of weeks. No, yeah. bring her back. Bring her back. It was exactly. entertaining. So, what was you saying, Rick, about the yeah? So, thing? yeah. So it's like I think it's gonna be a, a group of women fighting for that Raw Women's Title at this point. I mean, they just got to get people on the show is what it's looking like. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, overall, I got Raw at a 2.14 this week. Not too shabby. Uh, Clay, what do you got? I got it at 1.8. Rick? I agree with with Clay. I gave it a 1.8 as well. There you go. All right. right. It is now time for NXT POV. Mama Mia. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. (laughs) (laughs) Rick just said, fuck it. I'm not doing it no more. Exactly. I'll carry it. All right. Elios, you're still the best, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This week for NXT, my low points uh, was Zia Lee defeating uh, Kaden Carter. I gave it a one. I didn't like the DQ. It's just, yeah. what What are you doing with Zaylee? It just doesn't make sense. Uh, also, I gave a one to Legado del Fantasma, defeating uh, the Grizzle Young Veterans. I gave that a one. Uh, just not behind it. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't feeling these these matches on uh, NXT this week. Uh, Tony, what was your low points for NXT? Uh, Legado de Fan- Delgado de Fantasma versus <laughs> Grizzle Young Veterans. I gave it a one. Uh, a couple other mentionables that were close to a one, but I gave it a 1.5 though, was Caden Carter versus Zia Lee and uh, J- uh, Jake Atlas versus Pete Dunn. Didn't like it. Really? Yes. Didn't like it. Wow. I was just like, there was something about it that I just was not enjoying. And I don't know if it was Pete Dunn because you don't like to judge manipulation. That's what it, it is. No, no, I, I can, you know, because look, I can put my hands over that. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the thing Jake Atlas is a fast paced worker. Pete Dunn isn't. Pete Dunn yeah, is right. not a fast paced worker. And he was slowing this match down. And I think it kind of threw Jake Atlas off a little bit. I'm not sure. But it, I was just like, ew. So, no, I rated it. Like, <laughs> ew. Hell, <laughs> Clay, low points. Uh, the same with you guys, kind of. I had uh, Delgado de Fantasma and uh, Grizzly Young Veterans. I know I said that wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> you tried. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I gave that a one, and then the same with uh, you guys also. Uh, mm. Shoot, 
with Zia Lee and Caden Carter. I guess yeah. Yeah, I won. It just it just didn't really make an impact for me. For me, I, it's like they gotta they gotta do more. Instead of yeah. to me, it's like the same thing every week with it with yeah. that storyline. So I think they need to do something else. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's the problem with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and let's not forget, they had the women's NXT tag team titles introduced, mm-hmm. and they gave it. I was gonna, to, I was gonna to, get into that too. <laughs> Before we go to the high notes, let's go into our high points. Let's go into the side notes. Um Guys, what do you think? They brought in the titles. They gave them to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Thanks for that from And they gave it to Shotzi and Ember in the first opportunity, in the first matchup. What were your thoughts after that? that? I didn't like it. I really didn't like it. I just thought, you know, they hurt Raquel and Dakota Kai with just giving them the title for like an hour and then lose it. And, I mean – they won the Dusty Classic. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna tell me that they lost the titles that quick? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like I, I don't think it hurt them. That I think it hurts to go to Kai. I don't think it hurt Raquel. Yeah. Raquel Welch. There I go again. Yeah. Raquel Gonzalez. I don't think it hurt her because she wasn't the one that got pinned. Dakota Kai yeah. was, and especially yeah. when they did the segment later on. Where Io Shirai went up to to Raquel and Raquel's like, I'll fuck you up. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, fine, I see why. But at the same time, this was the wrong time to do that. Yeah, um, they could have at least let them hang on to it for a couple of weeks. Jesus Christ, man! I don't have a problem with Shotzi and Ember uh, winning these titles, mm-hmm. but then again, it's like I don't know. It's like this was bad timing to do this, in my opinion. I- I think what was happening was they wanted to just to give Kai and Gonzalez this, well, you won the Dusty Classic, so here, you guys earn this. What they yeah. should have done was you two teams were in the finals, so you're going to fight to become the first ever. Yeah. But I think they, they really yeah. I think they really wanted Raquel and Dakota to say, listen, you guys earned this. This is your this was your your shine. Yeah. But what was major for me was Raquel getting this push to the title picture. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and rumors, I'm for it. And rumors out there that she's, like, 90% going to win it. And I hope she does, because EO, man, mm-hmm. notice how nobody has mentioned EO Shirai and Tony Storm's match, right? Because yeah. it's well, like... right. I will later. Oh, <laughs> oh, high point. I mean, I think it was... A, I thought it was a middle-of-the-pack match. For me, the highest point was Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, baby. Gave that a 3.5, and I also gave a 3 to Pete Dunn defeating Jake Atlas. It would have gotten a higher rating for me, but uh, there was points where Jake Atlas seemed like he was off, like he didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But Pete Dunn, yes. Pete Dunn, man. Go to the main roster, bro. Just do it. <laughs> uh, Tony, high points. Uh, high point was Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. I gave it a three. Uh, another three I gave, even though we were knocking it, was Ember and Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel and Dakota Kai. I liked the match, even mm-hmm. though, you know, I didn't like the story, but I did like the match. Uh, and my other three that I gave was Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. This was a fast-paced, quick-moving match. Um, you know, we talk a lot of shit about Io Shirai, but she, you can't take away her wrestling ability. Oh, either. no, absolutely not. Yeah. The, the chemistry between Io and Tony Storm was like, it was really on par. 
Um, but again, this one, even though I did rate it a three, it was really, for me, it was a little bit above average. It was between the 2.7, 2.89, but I, that's why I just gave it the three, um, because it was a little bit above average. Um, everything else that I did give it to, if I had to give the top top, it would be Finn versus Adam Cole. All right. Uh, Clay. Yeah. Same for me. Uh, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. I gave it a four really enjoyed this match yeah and even especially what happened after you built these two stories with kyle o'reilly and cole and then balor and cross now that would be interesting i'm excited to see that the match you put those two together it was yeah. great and then also the uh eo shirai versus tony storm i gave that a three i really enjoyed tony storm honestly wish they would give her the title but you know eo shirai you can't you know her tap her she's a good wrestler but she's starting to get old <laughs> yeah. no i agree with you on that one mm-hmm. um i do have to say this uh i hated finn balor saying what took you so long yes come yes, on yes. come on yes, i did not like that at all come on what it was took dope. you so long it was it started off dope when like if he didn't say that and then just them panning off a little bit and fucking Karen is right there grilling him, end it right there. But they yeah. what took you so and you, long? Really? And you know what? They shouldn't even have Karen. They should have Scarlet in the Scarlet. ring. Scarlet, or not? Yeah. But not only that, or even have the 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 uh, what's that called? The time, the, the sand, time, the, the sand the, of time, or whatever. Even put that behind <laughs> him. That would have been dope. hourglass. That one. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I said. The hourglass. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, also, um, the teaser, which got me getting goosebumps all over Champa, who looks like a homeless guy, oh, uh, going against Walter. Yes, are you kidding me? Is that what we are? We gonna see Walter versus Champa? Because if we see that, oh, that's gonna be badass, man. Oh, yeah. that is a, Chompa's not even that old, is he? No. He's like 30, no, he's seven. not. He's in his 30s. Yeah. What the hell? He looks like he got hit by a truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, overall, I gave NXT this week a 2.1. Tony. I gave NXT a 2.14. Nice. Clay. Same draw. <laughs> I'm right around that ballpark. I gave NXT a 2.2. Okay. All right. It is now time for AEW Dynamite. Kaboom. Yeah. No, that's it. Kaboom. <laughs> that's 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 their new uh jingle. All right. Um my low points for AEW. Let's see. I gave a 0.5. Oh, yes. This clusterfuck of a match. Rio Sheen and Thunder Rosa defeating Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, and Maki Ito. Oh yeah. my god. Maki Ito, I love her to death. But those microphone dude, shots. She's growing on me. Oh, my God. Those microphone shots that she was giving to yeah. Sheeta was terrible. terrible. <laughs> she, oh, my God. That was just God awful. Though, though, I love uh, Maki Ito. She's hilarious. Yeah. But, no, that was just yeah. God awful. Gave that a point Don't five. Don't do that again. Never yeah. again. <laughs> uh, Clay, what was your low points for AEW? My little point for this was the Sting promo with Archer coming out and now Archer's a heel. Yeah, like what are they another? What are they doing with Archer? Doesn't mm-hmm. I gave it a point five? Did not enjoy it. 
uh, the whole Omega promo too with uh, Don Callis and the Good Brothers. And then you bring out Moxley and Kingston. I gave that a point five. Uh, did not like that at all. And like you said, Rick, that women's match. Where are they going with that either? <laughs> I I don't. I gave that a one. I just like I am not into that at all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tony. I, I tell you, I say this almost every week, but I think this is the lowest I've ever scored AEW. Um, <laughs> but the same ones as you guys. Um, but I'm going to throw an extra one out there. It was Cody versus Seth Gargas. I mean, what was the purpose right. of doing this match for? For what? This was uh, just yeah. to get the whole Penta thing. Yeah, exactly. Which which I enjoyed. Well, I did enjoy, but there was other way. You could have done it some other way. And st- um, whatever. Um, but the lowest I had was that Sting promo, 0.5. I, I had I did a lot of ones on this show, a lot of ones, and it didn't because it just didn't make sense. It's like for me, the reason what threw it over the top for me to give this a 0.5 was when Lance Archer came out and now he's a heel. It's like, wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah. god, all right, whatever. And the women's match, horrendous Darby versus Scorpio. I was looking forward to this. And I was hugely disappointed, but I gave it a point one point yes. five. Um, but I, I was still disappointed. I was like, "Wow, this wow!" But the, but not only that, just a simple fact. Now, mind you, I love Eddie Kingston's promo. John Moxley wasn't that bad when them two were together, but there was mm-hmm. still justifying why yeah. it happened. Why are you doing that to yourselves? Yeah. Why it doesn't stop? It's over with. Yeah, you don't need to justify it anymore. Just correct it next time. I feel like I feel like Moxley and Kingston would have been fine, but then they went to Omega now having to explain mm-hmm. why it went bad. And yeah. that was just yeah. overkill. Exactly. Um, but I will say this. I'm gonna take back what I said on aftermath about Christian going for the TNT title. You go, boy. You oh, go for Jesus that Christ. AEW title, boy. You do your thing. Do your thing, Christian. Yes, at last. He's on top of the world. I, I'm I'm loving it. Go for the title, brother. Um, the high points <laughs> for AEW for me was Ray Phoenix defeating Matt Jackson. I gave that a three. And I also gave a three. Get ready for this. For the War Council. That swerve at like the that? end, man. Woo! The no. only problem was... No, I didn't hear the new name. The new name is going to be the Pinnacle. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> they call themselves the Pinnacle. Well, it should the have fucking been pinwheel shapes because you know how <laughs> AEW likes their shape, right? You know, yeah, inner circle, for me, death triangle. Yeah, I mean, for me, yeah. this is going to be the pinnacle to the pit. Yeah, I mean, if they don't do it right, they got a lot of potential to do a lot of good things. I love how some people are even saying a- this is the new four horsemen. I'm like, no, no, it's not. No, no. it's like, well, first of all, there's like six of them, so. It's, no. <laughs> But uh, the the great thing about this is there's a lot of factions now. You have Dark yeah. Order. You have the Inner Circle. You have the Pinnacle. You know, you have Matt Hardy and his Butcher and the Blade, which I don't agree with. Why would you put Butcher and Blade yeah. with Private Party? Yeah, stupid. stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but the War Council got a three for me. Uh, Clay, what was your high points? Same with you, Rick. I had Ray Phoenix versus Matt Jackson. I gave it a 3.5. I love watching Ray Phoenix. Uh, as I've said multiple times, <laughs> just <that's, laughs> I, I, I really like this whole match. And then I also gave a three to the inner circle uh, deal. I gave it a three like that 
you know, MJF is out of inner circle. I never really liked him in inner circle. And now he's got his own group. And it's going to be a pretty good brawl, I think, with the, these two groups. All right, Tony. Yeah, same as you guys. Phoenix versus Mac Jackson. I gave it a three. Um, I'll just go off of what you guys were talking about with the inner circle promo. Uh, I gave it a two. I mean, it was just, uh, okay, yeah, new faction. Now what? So yeah. obviously these guys are going to brawl it out and uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I gave that a two, but the highest for me, it was Phoenix versus Mac Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, overall, I gave AEW this week a 2.1. Uh, Clay? Oh, I gave it a 1.5. <laughs> Woo! Tony, yeah. I think this is the lowest I've ever scored it. 1.43. Wow. All right. So it's time for NXT versus AEW. I think I know where you guys are going. Uh, looks like <laughs> NXT is going to get the win over AEW this week. Um, unless anybody has any interjections, I'm going to go with AEW is now ahead 12 to 10 in the Wednesday Night Delight. Wait, what? <laughs> 12 to 10. No, no, no. Who'd you pick? I picked uh, NXT. Oh, oh! I thought you said you picked yeah. AEW. No, 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 no. <laughs> if anybody has any interjections, we're going with NXT this week. So NXT yeah, yeah, yeah. is now ahead twelve to ten. Uh, yeah, I honestly I rated both shows the same, but NXT just had a little bit more for me. Uh, I love the Walter Tees with Champa. I love Jordan Devlin coming back from Ireland to come yes. fight for the cruiserweight title. Come on, man, that's gonna be a badass match. So mm-hmm. I think NXT just built us to be more excited than what AEW had. Uh, with that being said, it is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Uh, Tony, what was your lowest points of SmackDown? Uh, Edge promo with Daniel Bryan. I gave it a one. Really? Cesaro versus Murphy. I gave it a 1.5. Um, Biggie versus Sammy. As much as I'm a big Sammy fan, I gave it a 1.5 because we all knew what was going to happen. Me too. The lowest. I gave was the KO show with Yeah, I gave it a point five. Let me tell you something. I'm not trying to sound like that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Sasha cannot act ghetto. I'm sorry. No, Bianca can. Bianca can. Sasha cannot act ghetto. You need to stop. You need to stop that boo boo. It doesn't work, man. What are you, girl? Yeah, it's like, no, Sasha, stop, stop, stop right there, stop right there. And you guys wonder why, it's Clay, and you guys wonder why I hate Sasha. <laughs> this promo right here is the reason why. Hey, hey there, there, there's no defining that. Yeah, really. I hope not, Clay. There isn't. <laughs> okay. okay, Clay, what's your lowest points of SmackDown? Uh, my low point was the Nia Jax shopping with Reginald. Uh, I gave it a point five. I think Shayna Baszler would agree with me because I think she hated this just as much as I did. I think everybody's agreeing with Shayna. I was like, oh, this is so stupid. And I also gave it to the Kevin Owens show. I gave that a point five. Like, as much as I like Sasha, like you said, Tony, just stop. It just, it's hard to watch, really. It's very hard with her. I'm just, I don't. She doesn't need to be like that, though. That's the no, thing. No. She, she needs to be herself. Bianca, no. yes, can pull that off. And Sasha, I don't know where she's going. Again, with the heel, baby face, which one are you trying to do mm-hmm. for Trey? There's, like I said, there's no justifying it. No, it's just not. <laughs> uh, my lowest points, I went with the Kev- Kevin Owens show. 
yeah, Sasha. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? And that's how she really laughs. Because she was laughing like that on the Broken Skull sessions. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, all right, Sasha, no. Uh, Bianca was all over the place as well. Um, and also the Natty Tamina. Now, listen, I love that they are dressing the same. Natty, girl. <laughs> where, where are you coming from with the what? Yeah, I do like that team. I do like that team of Tamina. Um, but I gave it a point five because that shit was terrible with Bianca yeah. and Sasha losing. I did too. To, them. I gave it a, to, to me, a this was predictable. Oh to yeah, me, this was predictable. You know. Yep. Um, but yeah, I no, nah, it wasn't for me. Tony, what was your high points of uh, um, SmackDown? Geez, I gotta look this up. Oh, you guys are gonna crack up when when you hear this. But it was street for me. It was a three. It was Street Profits and Dominic and Ray versus Gable, Otis, and Rude and Ziggler. I liked it. I th- as much as I don't like six or eight man tags because it's a lot too much to to yeah. go and see. They did okay with this. They didn't do too much to make it confusing. They didn't put a lot of people into this map. You know, it was, to me, it was the right fit for it. And uh, I, I dug it. I gave it a three. You know, the only thing I didn't like about that match was that Ford was getting worked the whole match. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, magically, he's the one that gets the big finish. It yeah. was just like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. Like Psychologically, yeah. that shouldn't have been like that, no. Yeah. Clay, what's your high points, SmackDown? I agree with Tony. The match with uh, the four teams, I gave it a a three. I really enjoyed this match. Uh, Liked how it all went down. And again, like, I didn't understand why Ford got the pin, but it's okay. I mean, it doesn't, it's (laughs) not a bad thing, but, you know, I gave it a three. And that was really my only high point. But side note, I did like how Big E was being portrayed in his promo. Yeah. I get that. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't score it that high, but yeah. I agree. That was probably one of the, the best promos Big E has ever done. Loved it. I did. I, I like this Big E. It's not goofy. I it's not whatever. It. He was intense. But, in this, in this but he's still reminiscent of yeah. New Day, though. So change yep. change the outfit. Love yeah. like Clay said though. Love the attitude. Love the the this promo. Let me tell you, this was probably one of his best promos ever. I loved it. Yeah. That he, was definitely he spoke. It was like, oh my god, he's pissed. And yeah. I love I love getting that feeling, you know. Like sometimes you can get that feeling of all right, we know you're just talking shit, like Sasha, you know. <laughs> but like with Big E, man, he's he, it looked like he spoke from the heart. And I was like, yeah. I liked it. I'm looking yeah. forward to actually to Big E and and, and uh Apollo Cruz. Apollo, Apollo. That's another thing, though. If he's and with Apollo, if he's trying to pull off this heel character, that start of his entrance to Apollo needs to go. <laughs> no, I like it. I think it works for him. If he's gonna do the change, change everything. No, right. but it's like Apollo, hey, we're coming to America, part three. <laughs> and then you're gonna have what? Eddie Murphy coming out. I am the yeah. king of Zamunda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my highest points. This is gonna shock you guys. <laughs> it's gonna shock me as well. My highest points was two point fives. I was giving it to the Edge Daniel Bryan promo in the beginning. I really enjoyed it. I thought Edge was different. I thought Edge was just like, "Yo, this is not about you, bro." And Daniel <laughs> Bryan was like, "I'm gonna make it about me, bro." 
And it was just like, okay, all right. And now, what's what's about to make knock you guys out of your seats? Reginald shopping spree. I gave that a two point five. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I was all for yeah. it. And then <laughs> when Nia Jack slapped his ass. <laughs> Gosh. You know the thing is, I'm wow. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing because you picked this as a high point. <laughs> well, SmackDown wasn't that high. Um, oh, also, wow. I did I did have to mention uh, Jay Uso's acting skills are getting there. Yeah. They are yeah. so when he came when he came to the back and he was like, you know what? Um yeah, yeah. Paul, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a wraparound. I'll, I'll be right back. And then when he was talking to Edge, he was like, yo, Edge, he's like, my, my family, bro. I'm feeling it. Because mm-hmm. you can see the hurt, you can see the the uh, the undecisiveness, the indecisiveness. One of those words. It's one um <laughs> you can definitely see it. Like yeah. it's he's fighting you with it. And I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to next week with Edge versus uh, Jay Uso, we know Edge yeah. is gonna win yeah. Yeah, to yeah. be the enforcer. I kind of, kind of knew that was gonna happen, but uh, definitely something to look forward to. And Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, yes. Seth looks like it's gonna happen yes. at Fastlane or something. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But overall, Tony, what did you give SmackDown? I gave SmackDown. Oh, uh, before I give my rating for SmackDown, I do yep. have a side note, which is Sammy is my favorite segment on SmackDown. There, I said it. Uh, I had to. I mean, come on, man. I mean, even though the match wasn't that great, but, you know, just the way he compelled everything so he can go. Like like when Biggie said, all right, first one in, in the ring gets the title shot, and he booked it. <laughs> like, he literally ran, right? And he goes, see, I told you I'm it. And I'm like, fucking Sammy. Um, I just, but I just wanted to throw that out there. But overall, I did give SmackDown a 1.62. All right, Clay? I gave it a 1.7. All right, and I gave it a 1.9. It is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, NXT's ahead 23 to Raw 16 to SmackDown's 8. It looks like it's going to be three years in a row for NXT. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's just fighting for and It looks like SmackDown's going to be in third place for the third year in a row. <laughs> Raw's going to get second place for the third year in a row. So right now, this is just for shits and giggles. Um, I'm going... I'm going with NXT this week. I think NXT had a little bit more than what Raw brought to the table. I really enjoyed the teasers that we're getting. So I went with uh, NXT this week. Uh, Tony? Well, I'm tied. I'm, I gave NXT a 2.14 and I gave Raw a 2.14. So I'm going to leave it to Clay to try to change Ooh. my mind. Or no, actually, no, I'll leave it to Clay. That way I'm still <laughs> marinating in case he picks something different. <laughs> with- <laughs> With me, I just had to go with NXT this week. I uh, I just enjoyed the three matches that were the top of my you know high points. Uh, the anticipation for other matches coming in NXT, and I just felt like they brought more to the table. So I yeah. just go with NXT Raw and SmackDown this week. Yeah, I, I would have right. went through that too. I think NXT's ending was good, except for that. What took you so long from Finn? I think, yeah. Other than that, yeah, they were both for me. They were tight, but I think NXT got the edge though. All right. On Clay. With that being said, <laughs> NXT is now ahead 24 to Raw 16 to SmackDown's 8, and all three scores are divisible by 8. Interesting. Ooh. Ooh. No? Yeah? No? All right. Oh. Yeah. All right. Let's open up the book, Tony. All right. Those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and, you know, we do it just to get a good laugh, and, you know, we kind of need it, so... 
what we do. We put the most ridiculous things, and sometimes they're funny. Sometimes we just get annoyed. Uh, and anybody can put stuff in the book if you want to. So, uh, we ready? Yes, yep. sir. Uh, coronavirus. Oh, stays. Hey. Uh, MVP's older brother suit. Is it time? Mm-hmm. I think it's time. I take it, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. You guys can hear my eraser because <laughs> I'm taking it off the book. Um, Jericho and Khan's demo stays. Drew's dragon breath. Wasn't he called it? So the, the thing is, it could be replaced by Shane's Shane. dragon breath. But let's and, see if Shane, if Shane does it again on Raw, I think we might have to switch these two. And Elio also wanted it was uh yeah. it was uh bronze dragon breath. Yes. Bronze? Yeah. Bronze dragon breath, yeah. Oh, from one the one yeah. okay. So we'll do bronze <laughs> dragon breath. Okay. That yeah, stays in the book. Yeah. I did I did realize that too. I was like, damn, he's doing the same thing. All right. Um, where are we? Uh oh, Roman's Choppers. Stays. stays. Candace's wings. Stays. She's gonna have a tag title match at NXT Takeover. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh my god. Uh the way. Stays. Stays. Hey, Yo, what are they doing with Austin Theory? What the killing fuck, him? Bro? What? They're destroying Austin Theory. Ridiculous. That's the only downfall with the way or the way. Mm-hmm. It's killing Austin Theory. Yeah, it is. It. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Uh, AEW rankings. Stays. Uh, where are we? Uh, oh, Tony's Raquel Welch obsession. <laughs> he did it again. I did yeah. it again. Uh, Jesus Christ, another one. Tony's hatred for Sasha. Come on, man. After what happened on SmackDown, can you blame me? Yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus no, hey, listen, I love Sasha. I do, but again, not justifying that. So right, play, you stay. Rick. <laughs> wow. I listen, I didn't say anything bad about anybody. I think I should come out. That's true. What? <laughs> Clay's like, what? The fuck? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Clay. Oh, <laughs> Corbin and Dom. Dom wait, we took that off, right? Didn't we? We took that out, yeah. Okay. Yep. Erase it wasn't that good. Yeah, I gotta get a better eraser. Um, Heyman's googly eyes. Stay. Oh, that stays. I love it though. And, and bronze dragon breath. It stays. Oh lord. All right, so that's it for the show. Uh, but before we actually end the show, uh, we're gonna play a game called a five second shuffle. All it is is that I play a song from my playlist. And these guys got five seconds to guess what song it is. Is it an entrance song? It could be a theme song from uh, a pay-per-view or something. Um, but it's just how we close out the show and right off into the sunset until next week where we will have the Fastlane pay-per-view points game. So make yes. sure you tune in for that. And then, of course, the aftermath on Sunday uh, right after the pay-per-view. Um, and, yeah, and just have fun and enjoy playing this game. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man. Play Cummings. And the third wheel. Rick Serrano the third. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, we ready? Let's yep. do it. Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man. No. <laughs> you didn't know that, uh, Clay? All right. Here, here we go. Shawn Michaels. Gosh dang it. Shawn Michaels. Damn, these are like softballs. All right, last one, even though Rick won. Bailey. Bailey.
Ajá. <risa> 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 You don't own the rights. 